Welcome to Last Drop Africa the podcast. Uh, it's been a minute since I gave you a monologue on the work we've been doing in Karamoja. And today the man who has been evading and evading us <laughs> is back on the podcast. My business partner Mr. Edward Msimwa Ed. Uh surprised you're not in Egypt for the COP. Welcome back to the podcast. Why are you in Kampala <laughs> to start with? Thank you so much for that. Uh, my name is Edward Nsima and I'm back like I never left. You're Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Uh, for Egypt's sake, uh, I've been following Kinley on the internet, uh, obviously for the COP. Uh, COP 27, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's COP 2022 already. Um, interesting stuff happening up there. And I'm very surprised that we had a lot of Ugandans who represented uh, for the same cause that we're fighting for. Um, that was pretty impressive. All right. Um, I'm personally disappointed that yeah. I'm, I'm not in Egypt. I am and disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been meeting a lot of people. Uh, this week has been very packed. Yeah. Uh, Last trip has been doing some amazing work. So we're at the East Festival. All right. uh, that's hosted by the Aga Khan University. Mm. the School of Media and Communications. And everyone there was asking the same question. Ex- Why are you here? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My friends were actually bombarding me with the same question the other day about um, after seeing many Ugandans in um, in Egypt, they said that should be our spot, that should be our place. And it was inspiring. Like, you guys believe that we can actually go to Egypt? Yeah. It was like, where is River Nile? <laughs> All right, so let's see what will happen at COP28. Um, but this podcast today, since it's the COP two weeks, I thought we would call it the People's Corp. The People's Corp. The People's Corp is because yeah. we're not in Egypt, but uh, my grandmother needs to be interested in the conversations happening in Egypt. So how can we bring that conversation down to her? That's why uh, we're having this conversation. Um, it, uh, it's so surprising and actually sad that I haven't seen interesting content. Relatable. Relatable content yeah. from, from it uh, mm. besides selfies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the um, what I wanted us to do today is to try and give an ordinary Ugandan reason to care about this COP. Other than being, first it's a first COP happening on the African continent. Mm, people, thanks to, people, mm, people think it's um, something worth celebrating. But it's actually sad that of all the 28 COPs, you know COP stands for... <laughs> 28 of them have been happening and none of them has in happened Africa. in Africa. As though Africa doesn't really experience any climate change related to I don't know. I, I, I agree uh, with President Paul Kagame's... I, I saw a video recently where he was lambasting African leaders who leave their countries, go to Europe, and now they begin talking about their problems yeah. as if they expect solutions to happen there. Do you know the power of Padim? <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. Maybe before you can get to the point, I can ask you a question. Yeah, please do. Are you expecting much come out of this COP, being the first in Africa, for Africa? Africa is experiencing a lot of climate change-related mm. crises mm. Uh, occasioned by how the Western industrialized rich countries, they call them, mm. uh, doing uh, the, the emissions we emit in Uganda, for example, less than 0.003%. Mm. So do you expect something good to come out of this COP? I honestly don't expect much. Uh, on my side, this is like boardroom talk, right? We've mm-hmm. seen a lot of uh, workshops. We've seen a lot of uh, guys in suits talking conferences. Yeah, those chaps are there to sign for their per diem and come back and fly back to their countries. Okay, maybe yeah. I, I, I I do I, not I, expect much. Maybe I ask you that question negatively. Let me try and put it positively. Okay. What are your expectations 
of the first COP happening in Africa? Um, the positive side of it is um, changing the narrative and creating more you know, awareness about what's happening on African, on African soil. I saw a lot of, uh, you know, um, so who and who's uh, in Egypt talking about what's happening here. I think that's a, a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. uh, creating conversations about it. Mm-hmm. But then again, tangible things, the things that are actually workable. Mm-hmm. I don't expect much because, it's, I mean, this is Africa. And it's a very silly way to put it because <laughs> this is Africa mm-hmm. either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do not really expect much from the conference to ground. Mm-hmm. Bring it back home. These guys have always promised us empty things. So same applies to COP. It's a very monumental thing, an achievement as in Africa. Mm-hmm. But I do not really expect much happening after that conference. Um, I, I will take the opposite position. I, I honestly think something is going to come out of right. this COP. The biggest conversation this year, especially for Africa, was to demand action from the rich national countries mm. as payment, go through the crisis we're going through okay. because of what they did while getting to the level they are at. Yes, yes, yes. So the expectation is that these countries, some of whom have a little bit of willingness, others not warm to that idea, mm. can invest in opportunities, say, let's Africa, yes. to raise awareness, fund innovations from mm. young Africans who are doing work in the climate change space, mm. most of whom uh, are in Egypt. Some good things might come, mm. investments, mm. you know, research. But what disappoints me, the idea that leaders can be held accountable to pay yeah, for, for damages that they've made. So <laughs> the, the term they use, and you know I hate those boredom terms, uh, mm. loss and damage, is yeah, clearly yes, there's loss mm. and damage, and mm. someone should meet that loss. Yeah, pay for it. But now, going back to my grandmother, she's the one experiencing the real loss right now. Yeah, and doing, she, she doesn't know what, what's we're, happening. We're doing a project uh, in Karamoja yes. where we hope to give food Mm. to hungry people mm. but hunger is one of the said losses that has been occasioning to us how can we relate these boardroom conversations to those people like if i tell you uh grandma the biggest thing happening at cop is loss and damage <laughs> what's loss and damage <laughs> exactly. she's had a lot of loss and damage <laughs> <in her> <laughs> <life>. <laughs> already does it resonate I, yeah with the local I hear person you. i hear you all right so mm. now for me the benefit of this COP, other now the awareness that it's on Africa, yeah. the African continent is going to stop thinking about climate change as some external phenomenon. Yeah, it, uh, you know, like it's that's so, how it's, it's been. so funny how it's because, been like that uh, because we think it's a uh, because thing. of the Paris Agreement. People yes. think that climate change is somewhere in Paris. It's happening yeah. in uh, glaciers are melting. When a tsunami hits. Yeah, you know, the other day there was an earthquake. You get. Yeah, it seems like as if it's so far away, but now that it's here. It's closer to home. It's closer to home. It makes sense for you to have some level of care. I hear you. About the thing that you're doing. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Now, our job, yeah. including us at the Astro, being one of the first, if not the first, uh, climate change storytelling media platform in Uganda, is to bring those conversations from those boardrooms and, and make them yes. appeal to these people. Yeah. So when you go to Mulawa, how are you likely to translate those conversations to... To my border guy. Yeah. That's an interesting question, actually, um, because these guys really do not know what's happening. The guy will tell you, man, Akasana can like, uh, there's a lot of heat, but out of the blue. Wait, Kampala has been, hey, Kampala has been hot like Akasana uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Kasale> Queen. <laughs> but before I dive into that, mm-hmm. uh, I need to say this positive thing uh, from COP. Um, I saw a lot of young people. Yes. And that's, the, that, that, that. that's hope mm. for, for the world, because uh, every tweet I saw on the TL, was from a from young, young person. 
mm. someone celebrating like I'm 18 I'm here I'm at COP. I'm at COP. I think that was very interesting. Yeah. Um and I, I think if that. you start if you start young like you plant that seed young the future is green usually. Yeah and I think that's that's very important uh because if if you wake up it's not it's no longer for old people. Mm. Like for all those suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was very 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 surprised and very happy that young people actually are taking this thing and folding their sleeves and actually going up front line. You know, it's, it's, it's always been our mission to get young people to participate in these things. And I, I, I keep saying it, we're the ones who are going to inherit this earth from the people who have done a great job mm. at screwing it, <laughs> you know. And the young people, especially now in our area, which is the media, yeah. they say climate change content is boring. They, they don't like to consume it. They like to be entertained and happy and all that stuff. You want to go to the go-go cricket <laughs> I know. So now, conversations around the COP, what's happening at the COP, zone them out. Yeah, it's a, bo- it's, it's a boring topic to many, of course. I mean, the, the so slogan how, 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 and stuff. How do we get young people to find this topic as something they should contribute to, be active in, when they are repulsive to it? Like mm-hmm. I guess for me, from my angle, uh, from the marketing side of it, uh, we just need to see their passion points. Mm. and then create content that is relatable to them mm. yeah so uh is it for example um their favorite artist talking about it mm. all right is it organizing an, an event but it's about climate change and well you put it at a google cricket over <laughs> <laughs> is it is it about uh plugging to their fashion you know trends and mm. uh leading towards climate change mm. so i think that's the easier way out dangling a carrot in front of them and then luring them into into this boring climate change conversations because right. um, you will never mm. never never find them in, in those bo- <laughs> in the <laughs> workshops and stuff uh yeah. so speaking of events the last trip africa uh, part of the work that we've been doing part of the reason why we're not in egypt is because we've been in karamoja trying to get some work. The first weekend of December, we are going to take the proceeds of the My Last Meal campaign we've been doing to the families that we have been collecting this money for in the nine districts of Karamoja. And we're having a fun event, since you and you young people like fun things. <laughs> we're having a fun event where we're inviting friends of Last Job to come with us to Karamoja while we deliver these goods to the most vulnerable families. Yeah. Uh, Is there, uh, can you expound on so how we dis- we're going about that? All right. Uh, so we decided to do uh, some sort of like a road trip, a getaway, because we felt like this is not our cause. This is everyone's cause. Yeah. So if you want to join us uh, and support or donate that you have, uh, you can jump on this uh, getaway. We shall have a bus going to Karamoja, come party, have fun, then donate. I think we're just hitting uh, three birds with one stone. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So I'm excited about. Yes. Fees is just very, very affordable is 200k so 100 will go for your meals and drinks and accommodation then the other 100 is going for uh, the food the donation. donation the nation side so basically you're just giving back to the community in a fun way do join us <laughs> in the first week of december and then we shoot to karamoja and bring smiles to these people dope mm. take this as food for thought <laughs> <laughs> thank you we have to wrap up now but while at it yeah in case you want to jump on this fun party life-saving campaign there are only two ways to pay the 100k that mr ed has talked about mtn momo is one of the options the merchant code is 650283 airtel money pay also available the merchant code is 4297195 alternatively you can actually reach us uh, on our private numbers uh, for more information 
Mine is 0704511949. Mine is 0771612438. All right, we can't wait to see you. All right then, thank you so much for listening to us. It's been an amazing day, Ed. Uh, do not kidnap yourself that long again. <laughs> uh, be on the show. See you in the next um, Shout outs to our podcast producer, Mr. Francis M. Kule, for this amazing setup. Uh, if you could see it, trust me, uh, Mashua Ed is going to share some content in a bit. <laughs> it's his specialty. All right, see you next week. <laughs>